Hey, what's going on, everyone? My name is J.R. Robinson, and I would like to welcome you once again to When He Speaks Erotica from a Man's Perspective. And as always, I want to say thank you to everyone who supports this platform. Tonight, I'm going to talk about one of those uh, topics that's been, uh, that I just feel like I need to talk about. It's just been lingering in my head, so I'm going to go ahead and give my two cents on it, and that's child support. And I'm definitely coming from a man's perspective, so please, do me a favor, sit back and relax, and I'll be right back with the question of the night. So the question of the night is, what's the effect of child support on men? First of all, I want to say happy Father's Day to all the fathers on this Father's Day weekend. Um, And I'm speaking only to men. I don't acknowledge women who are, who consider themselves as fathers because the father is not in the child's life. That gets no happiness with me. You know what I'm saying? I understand you helping and you you and, and the woman that you're dating or married to are taking care of them kids, but you're taking care of them as two women, not as a woman and a man. And this ain't, I mean, I'm not tripping off that, but it's just, I don't get why women gotta be labeled as fathers when they're a woman. You know what I'm saying? So, but anyway, when it comes to child support, man, it's one of those things that I've been kind of like dreading to talk about. But, um, it's the weekend of Father's Day. And I just wanted to address one of the things I just found out recently was, um, Say if both parents of a child that's getting ready to be born goes to a Lamar's class or, you know, pre-parenting class. Child support starts before that child is born. And what I mean by that is once you sign a check-in sheet, both parents, especially the man, both parents' names are entered into a database. And say if uh, after a while the man don't come to the class and one of the coordinators of the class, you know, pick up some type of vibe that, you know, there may be trouble in paradise. And a young lady was like, uh, well, we've broken up or he's not doing right. Guess what happened? That same coordinator is going to ask that woman, that baby's mother, do you want paperwork for child support? When I heard this, it blew my fucking mind. Because I knew how the system was. I didn't know it was like that. I didn't even think on that level. It didn't even cross my mind. 
But when I heard it, it made sense. Meaning, I instantly understood why it's in place like that. Now, do I agree with it? No. Because I don't think anybody should force you to take care of your child. But if you lay down and have a child, you get ready to bring a child to this world, both parents are responsible for that child for the next 18 to 20 years. Now, I strictly believe in that. I know a lot of men who have been affected by child support. And a lot, a lot of women may say, well, that's the child he's supposed to take. But he's also supposed to live. He needs gas to get to work so he can take care of his child. He needs food to eat so he can have the strength to go to work so he can take care of his child. He needs money to be able to just go somewhere, just relax so he can regroup and have a moment to himself so he can take care of his child. A lot of women don't understand that. A lot of people don't understand that. Child support is not meant to rob the man. It's not meant to take care of women, get their nails done, get some steak and scrimps, or trick off with their man. And I said all these examples because women do that. And will boast about it. Now, they ain't going to say it to the people they, that needs to hear, but they will, you know, try to get at a man. Me and, me and my new man went out to raise on the river. She ain't got no job, but she done took her new man to raise on the river. And if anybody know who, where raise on the river is and what kind of restaurant it is, raise on the river is not like Golden Corral. So, child supposed to be strictly for that child. And it should get to a point where both parents to be sit down. If they can't work things out, they're not compatible with each other. They don't love each other anymore. Just sit down and, de- and decide the best path for your child. Men should be on point when it comes to helping their woman take care or helping the mother take care of that child. It should be like a no question. She, a woman in the government or the system shouldn't have to tell a man, take care of your child. And I don't care if you don't have a father in the house or, or if you don't know how or if you, you know, there's no excuse. There was no excuse when you laid out and had the child. So now it shouldn't be no excuse to take care of the child. But for some men who refuse, who just don't want to do it, I understand when child support, uh, when the system, <laughs> when the system is, takes takes over and, and they come up with the numbers, the figures for what you need to do as far as taking care of your child. I don't agree with it, but understand. Um, you know, I went through a, a moment in time with it and at, after a while you know it became once I realized what was being taken out I was good you know what I'm saying I even I just made up for it so 
because I knew there were times I was going to have to work extra days in order to have enough to take care of me. And, um, you know, I dealt with it for 18 years, well, maybe about 12 years, 10, 10 to 12 years. I think I was on child support because I think my, when I moved to Atlanta, I think my oldest was like 13. And my daughter's three years younger, so I, I think I had to deal with child support for about 12 years, 13 years. So, you know, um, everybody has that moment. Everybody, you know, are affected by it differently. But if you do what you're supposed to do, then it won't be a problem. When going through a divorce or separation, one of the most important topics to address is child support. While child support gets its name from the fact that one person's income is used to pay the other parent for child support, they are more often more involved than simply paying child support. Child support is also called maintenance. It's a financial support a parent pays for the other parent to support the child. The amount of money a parent pays depends on how much the parent makes and how much time they spend with the child. Most courts will order one parent to pay child support to the other parent. If a mother and father are not married, the father will usually be the one who pays child support. Child support starts before the child is born. <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's put in the system before the child is born. If the man don't do it right, he's going to get... He's going to be put on child support, plain and simple. There's no getting around it. His name is going to be in the database when he signs that check-in sheet at the at the Lamar's um, class. And if he doesn't treat that woman right, if that woman goes into that pre-parenting class crying, then that coordinator is going to give that woman information to put the father on child support. I understand it, but it's just, it's still sketchy. It's still underhand. And it's been going on for years. To hear that is just, it blew my mind. Anyway, bottom line is you got to take care of your child you got to do what's right you shouldn't have to have someone tell you what to do and um i want to wish all the fathers a happy father's day to the ones that does what they're supposed to do and the ones who don't man do your job take care of your child make sure that the child is okay don't have nobody tell you to take care of your child you lay down and had that child. Now stand up and take care of that child. And on that note, I'll be right back with my topic for tonight. is have you ever been good enough to fuck the night date 
Um, for me, yeah, I've been good enough to fuck. Yeah, sometimes I didn't want to be dated. I didn't want someone to date me. I just wanted that one thing. Now, when it comes to women, they go through this a lot. Men, every so often. Yeah, we prefer just to be fucked. Sometimes. Um, but tonight I'm going to talk about I'm going to talk about how someone makes you feel well enough to be intimate with but they refuse to date you so for example let's just say you go out to a bar and meet a guy and he's charming hot and hilarious and you feel like you can be yourself and he likes you but he doesn't ask you he doesn't invite you over he doesn't call you he doesn't even mention your name to his friend. But every time you talk to him, or every time you see him, he wants to have sex. He wants to use you for his game to bust off. That's like one of the most insulting things that a person can do to another person. Now, some people may look at it as a turn some may, some may look at it as, that's all I need. I just need you to screw me and go on about your business. But a lot of people want that love. They want that acknowledgement. They want to dress up and go out on a, on a nice date, sit down and talk and look face to face and share thoughts and dreams and ideas and see if there's a compatibility. Nine times out of ten, you'll be able to tell that somebody really want to spend time with you. They're going to show you. They're going to make an effort to date you, to court you. When I say court, I mean open doors and flowers, text, hey, how you doing, Texas? You know, just make it about you and vice versa. How does someone make you feel good enough to have sex but not date? Sex, for some, always takes precedence. Sex is a priority for many people. Dating is nowhere near the horizon. Why date you when I can get? Why date you when I know that you want to screw me? So you're giving me what I want. So I don't need to give you what you want. It's the selfish mentality. It's that that, that way of thinking that's one dimensional. Why can't I'm sorry, how can sex and dating be a nasty mix? Even the best relationships go bad. And sex and dating together can be the worst thing you can do to yourself. Because if someone is showing you that they don't value your time outside the bedroom, 
and they're wasting your time. Because dating can be fun. A fun way to get to know each other, to, to learn each other's ways, to learn history about the person, to, to, to share your history. And I don't mean share everything, you know, bits and pieces, until you get comfortable enough, to, enough about everything. So there's no negative when it comes to dating. Many people just don't realize how dangerous mixing sex and dating. I'm sorry. How dangerous when you mix sex and dating when you're not ready to date. When it's just sex involved and you're just stringing someone along, you're, 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 you're dragging their heart, you're playing with their emotions. You're making them feel like shit. And it's not so much that it's not that that person is not worthy to date. You're making it complicated by just wanting sex. You know what I'm saying? You're complicating a potential relationship. A lot of people don't see it. They don't understand. Because, okay, you can have somebody who truly likes you and who will do anything you want, who will put aside their desires to date, to be courted, in order to keep you, in order to make you happy, in order to ensure that you stay around. And you know this. You're smart enough to understand that that person is putting aside what it is that they want for the benefit of you being happy. But do you change your who you are for that person? Would you do the same for that person? No. You think that everything revolves around you. Do I speak from experience? Yeah, to a degree. <laughs> I have a, a lot of times when I talk about stuff, I have experienced it. You know, I have I have done it, and I have, and I have had it done. So, um, someone said you're really kind of like just telling who you are, huh? Or who you were. I'm like, nah. I just I, I just start talking, and and sure enough, thoughts of what I've been through will pop up, and it'll just come out my mouth. So it's not like I'm trying to brag or trying to add this to the content, it's just talking on this podcast. But yeah, um, I've seen the, I've seen the hurt on women's faces when I've been selfish. And honestly, I can't say that I've been hurt by someone just wanting to use or just wanting sex. Now, there have been plenty of times when I was ready just to have a relationship, but I've been asked, hey, can you hold off and let's just keep what we got going on? I'm like, what, you just want to fuck? Yeah, I just want to have sex. I just want to play around for it. I said, okay. And then maybe a month later, well, 
I really want to be with you. Oh, you know what? Since we was playing, um, I've been playing elsewhere too because we're not we're not exclusive. You know what I'm saying? But you told me you just want to play, so I'm not gonna like sit and just you know play with you. I mean, I enjoy playing with you, but um, I'm gonna add somebody else to the to the sandbox. <laughs> so it's like you missing each other because you you got two people who want different things but for some reason can't connect to have the one thing that will keep them together it's like you want that person to be attracted to you and you want that person to want you and to, to just be with you. But if they're giving 50% and you're giving 100%, it's not going to work. And vice versa. Each party has to give the same amount in order to receive an equal share of what it is that you seek in a relationship. Why does physical looks for a potential partner play a part in who you want to date? I think the physical attraction plays an important role when you're dating. It's one of the most common reasons for being attracted to someone. The perception of, of attraction is, is that it's a certain look that you're going for. It's a certain look that turns you on. It's a certain look that may have that smell, that sound, or that taste that you're looking for. So when it comes to the physical, you kind of like, you you will overlook everything else. You know what I'm saying? Or you will forget that you want a relationship or you, um, or you just, with the physical, it adds to just wanting sex. To just wanting sex. You know what I'm saying? Because if, if you're dealing with someone who just wants sex and if they look good and if they hit you with the, well, I just want to be fucked, then you're okay with that. I'm not saying that if you're dealing with someone who doesn't look as nice that you're going to, you know, not be open to the idea of just, you know, playing. But... When good-looking people tell you certain things or, you know, put things to you in a certain way, you tend, well, not saying everybody. I know some people and myself who have, who, who tend to put aside what it is that we want just to be with that person. You know? So looks play a big part when it comes to Sexual intimacy has a place in a relationship, but not only for the commitment. Every relationship requires two people sharing intimate moments to thrive, but sometimes the intimacy and connection feels so damn strong, it leads you to believe that greatest potential is both of you together. 
in the bedroom, men and women are equal footing for both the act of making love and the act of sex. So it's only natural to feel, I'm sorry, it's only natural for many of us to assume that the right balance between love and sex is the key to happiness and fulfillment in a romantic relationship. Honestly, I don't think that's always the case. I think it's more about compatibility. I think it's about, you know, um, sharing some of the same interests. I think it's about, you know, a give and take mentality on both parts, both people, on both parties, you know. And um, because commitment is a strong word. You, can't, you just can't play with that. And if you're not ready to commit, why even go through all that, you know, getting to know each other? If you if you just want to have sex, have sex. And if you don't, say, look, I like you, I'm going to be with you, but I need more than sex. And I can't commit to what it is that you want. If you know you can't do it, if you know you have problems later on in a relationship, don't even get caught up in it. Be mad enough a woman not to walk away from because that's not what you deserve. You deserve more than someone treating you as a fuck toy. Why do people make sex a priority over dating? Some people can't help it. They just built like that mentally. Um some people don't understand that relationships takes time. From a slow-paced dating to the time to actually being together and, and ready to take the next step. That's hard for people to do. That's hard for people to comprehend. Especially if you've just been someone who's been able to get sex whenever you want to because of how you look or how well you perform in the bedroom, you know? So, to 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 have someone who's not going to look at you as just a sex object it's important if that's what you want. If, if If you know and if you feel that you're more than a sex object, let that person know, say, hey, buddy, can't come at me like that. You know what I'm saying? I understand you have needs. I have needs too, but there's a time for that. And right now, we're trying to get to know each other. And if, and if, and if uh, starting a relationship is what you want, then if you want to get to know me, we're going to have to do more than just bottom line. You have to do more than just fuck me. You got to give me some insight of who you are. I need to probably do a background check because of your mentality. (laughs) I laugh at that, but when someone told me they did a background check on me one time, I'm like, for what? I'm a good person. And the first thing she said, I don't know you. And it made sense. For years, I didn't think about it. I didn't think about doing a background check. I did a couple of them. And come to find out one was kind of like, you know, had some loose screws, but, you know, I still went with it. <laughs> so it wasn't all that bad, you know what I'm saying? But um, you, you, finding a 
themselves in a relationship with someone and if they don't want to be exclusive or they're not talking about commitment it can be worse they can it can it can put something on your mind to think about because imagine if you do get together and if that person gave you a lot of you know a lot of uh, gave you a reason not to want to be with them but you went ahead and found a way to you know start a relationship anyway at some point in time you're going to start thinking if they were so reluctant to start a relationship can they maintain this relationship with them? so now you're not added that on top of the heap of shit you got to think about if the person that you're trying to commit to is going to commit to you wholeheartedly in the way that you're trying to do with them are you wasting your time can you trust them are they are they where they said it are they even at work the feeling of self-worth is important it is one of the main reasons people need to feel comfortable in a relationship and dating. I think feelings should come second to action. Because if I show you my feelings first and you hurt me or if you don't want me I just got my feelings stepped on so I need you to I require you to do action you gotta show me that you want me or you wanna be with me silence just happens and that's weird for me to say as a man (laughs) I think I would ever be at this point where I would say a woman would have to show me her actions first. You know, um, I guess that comes with age. I guess it comes with time. You know, when being, you know, one way for so long, you know, I just flipped the switch. You know what I'm saying? I just knew that I didn't want to be that type of man. I didn't want to be somebody's piece of dick somebody's booty call. You know what I'm saying? I think it's had, it, it had its place. It had its time. I think listening to your heart, acting upon feelings, and believing that you deserve better are the keys to improving your dating experience. No matter what age or gender we are, we all wish to feel love, passion, and desire. We should all feel good enough to have sex. However, at some point, we may have to suppress that desire in order to have the relationship that we see. And that's it, everybody. Um, I want to apologize for not coming on last Wednesday. I was sick, man. I had some salmon. 
I don't want to say where, but uh, it wasn't good. I had it for lunch Wednesday afternoon, and a couple hours later, I was no good. I was in a ball, you know. Um, I was in the bed in the fetal position. So I couldn't talk. I couldn't. I couldn't. You know, I couldn't get on the on the podcast and talk about what I want to talk about. So I apologize, but I appreciate everybody. You know, listening and and supporting the podcast. A couple of people listen to it anyway, even though I didn't go on uh, Wednesday. Some people did listen to. Uh, I guess some older shows, and um, I want to say thank you. Um. Anybody who needs anything, you know, as far as they want to leave me a story to tell or ask me a question, then uh, please hit me up at when he speaks erotica at gmail.com. And if you do, just be respectful, man. You know what I'm saying? You show me respect, and I'll definitely show it back. I'm open to critique, and I'm open to questions and you know, share anything. If you got a story you want me to talk about, let me know. I have no problem telling stories. You know, um, not really a good storyteller. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I'm hoping um, I got a story that I want to tell in the next couple of weeks. I just got put together, and um, you know, because I want the flow. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's about someone. I think I kind of mentioned it the time someone uh, I was hanging out with slept with three women in one day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when, he, when he mentioned it, I'm like, man, stop lying. You ain't got it like that. After the second woman, I was like, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. You're the man. You know? So, I'm going to put it together told me I could tell a long time ago, so, you know, I guess this is a, a good time to tell it, you know, considering I have a podcast about relationship and crazy-ass sex stories, you know I mean? But, um, once again, thank everybody for supporting the podcast, for, you know, just uh, listening. Thank you. Hope everybody have a good night, take care of yourselves, and, um, I guess that's it. So I'll talk with y'all later. Peace.